podcasting like lightning you don't understand the reference you soon will welcome everybody to a brand new episode of the nerdiest podcast in the midwest one where we're talking about a new mcu team the midwestern nerds podcast i'm your host this week brian stoffel joined as always by my partner in crime kyle olson we are the midwestern nerds that's m-i-d-w-e-s-t-e-r-n-e-r-d-s you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Midwesternerds. We are the Midwesternerds podcast on Facebook. If you'd like to send us an email, you can send that to Midwesternerds at gmail.com. You can find and stream our podcast wherever you find a podcast. This week, we are talking about some news that dropped last week, some MCU news we're going to talk about it. We're going to discuss what it means, and then we're going to do a little bit of speculating. All of this is about the Thunderbolts. Kyle, before this news dropped, had you ever heard of the Thunderbolts? And did you have any clue as to what this news could have possibly meant? Yes and no. <laughs> Mostly no. <laughs> um, I, I heard about the Thunderbolts back at the end of... Falcon and the Winter Soldier when uh oh what's her character's name now I can't remember I can't remember but when uh I, I can't remember it. anyone's character right now I when John Walker down. when John Walker becomes the whatever Con his dude Contessa Valentina Allegra de Fontaine Contessa, I do yeah. not blame you for <laughs> forgetting that name I, I think people call her Val or Valerie or something I can't remember I um, believe so but when Elaine. she popped up from yeah, Seinfeld. from Seinfeld. Yeah. <laughs> when she popped up at the end of Falcon and Winter Soldier with John Walker as the U.S. agent, there it is. We're coming. We're getting there. Oh my goodness, we're waking up. Um, yeah, when she when she popped up at the end of that show, that's when everyone was exploding. Like, oh my god, we're probably gonna get a Thunderbolts. Um, so I kind of gotten since then. I've kind of gotten like a little introduction to them and everything, and like a, a an inkling that we were going to get them in the MCU. But uh, other than that, not really much other than the possibility of what it could be. Yeah, this is a team that has popped in and out of my zeitgeist as far as comics go. They played a pretty decent part in the Siege storyline that took place right after the comics version of Civil War. Uh, this team... To put it simply, it's kind of Marvel's Suicide Squad before the Suicide Squad really became what they're well known for now in the movies. Uh, it's basically villains pretending to be heroes. So they're villains masquerading as heroes, mostly to further their own agendas. The thing about this team, though, is in the act of pretending to be heroes, the Thunderbolts often find themselves genuinely becoming heroes in the process. Still, even at their most heroic, the Thunderbolts are more extreme and brutal in their methods than most superhero teams. The Thunderbolts' mission is best summed up by their slogan of choice, justice like lightning. There's your reference to the hey. intro of this podcast. This team was for first assembled in the comics during the late 90s Heroes Reborn initiative. This is basically when Marvel did their whole relaunch of most of the main properties. Basically what happened was all of the hot artists and writers that left Marvel to go and do their own thing and start up Image 
they kind of did like a swap where Marvel got to play with the image characters and the image uh, team got to play with the Marvel characters. And in that time, the Avengers, the Fantastic Four, all of like your big main heavy hitter heroes were not in the, the Marvel universe. They were not in the 616 universe in the comics. So there was a big gap of, hey, all of our heroes are gone, but we're still here. There's still villains that are up and about. Like, who's going to stop them? So Thaddeus Thunderbolt Ross, for those of you who don't know who he is, he's basically the one in the MCU that started the uh, Sokovia Accords that kickstarted the Civil War. Uh, he's basically the biggest, one of the biggest th- thorns in the Hulk's side. He's got his mad mission to take out the Hulk. He's the one who basically rounded up this team together. And in the comics, the book and the series started off where you thought that it was this brand new team of heroes. And even everybody inside the universe, like in the comics themselves, like the 616 universe thought, oh, hey, that's like this new team of heroes that's here to protect us, that's here to save the day. And it wasn't until like, I want to say like six or seven issues into that series where it was revealed that no, these aren't heroes, that they're actually well-known villains. So that was like, one of the biggest plot twists that hit the comic books at the time. It's still considered to be one of Marvel's biggest plot twists of all time. It's something that would be kind of cool to see happen in the MCU as well. Um, so, yeah, like I said, the the Avengers, the Fantastic Four, they all disappeared. That left a power vacuum. The Thunderbolts uh, stepped in. The leader of that team was Citizen V who was then revealed to be none other than Baron Zemo. So we've got a Baron Zemo currently in, in the MCU that had his moment to shine in Falcon and Winter Soldier. He's now back in prison, as far as we know. We could definitely see him show up in this new movie. So Zemo is the, leads this team in order to win the public's trust but also to gather secrets about the superhero community that he can later sell to the criminal underworld, which we might see Power Broker, a.k.a. Sharon Carter, uh, return as well. Some of the most well-known leaders of the Thunderbolts team in the comics consist of Baron Zemo, Norman Osborn, Luke Cage, the Red Hulk, who just so happened to be Thunderbolt Ross himself, The Winter Soldier, recently, it was the Kingpin that was the leader of the Thunderbolts team. And coming up very shortly in a new Thunderbolts series in the comics, Hawkeye, Clint Barton, will be the leader. So a lot of different characters that we've seen in the MCU in some way, shape, or form that could possibly show up and lead this team in the movies. Uh, So far, they've announced a director. They've announced that this movie is going to start shooting next summer. And the possible characters that have been teased about maybe showing up in this movie to be a part of the Thunderbolts team consist of Baron Zemo, Yelena Belova, Ghost from Ant-Man and a Wasp, Taskmaster, The Abomination, U.S. Agent, and The Winter Soldier. Hearing all of that, Kyle, now what are your thoughts about the Thunderbolts? What are your... Thoughts about the possibilities of this movie? Who could show up? Good question. 
I we have good and bad examples, not only of just the Suicide Squad, <laughs> but um, but like of anti-heroes too. And like it, it can absolutely work. And with what the MCU is doing with these characters that we've already seen, I mean, all those characters that you named got if like full either movie or TV show like arcs. And there's still so much for them to so much of their story to be told. Like like you said with Zemo, yeah, we think he's back in the fucking. He's probably back in prison, but that does not mean he can. Anyone can be broken out of prison nowadays. I mean, we got the Power Broker. We got uh, Ghost would be an awesome character to bring back. I think. I think there was so much left on the table for her. I didn't even realize that she was still alive. I mean, it's been a very long time since I watched that movie. Wow. I probably haven't watched it since before Endgame, so probably like 2018. That's, That's kind of what I'm like too. That's going on like four years ago since I've seen that movie, but I thought, I thought she had the fate of like pretty much all of the MCU villains where like she didn't make it out of her first movie, but I guess she did. Well, uh, Task, I'm, I'm, Taskmaster. I'm, I'm, I forgot about too. I mean, it, it, yeah. it, it was until this article that I remember that, Oh yeah, she, they didn't kill her off at the end of yeah. that movie. So that, that also I feel like is, was an interesting choice because I feel like the majority consensus about the MCU Taskmaster was very negative. So, uh, right. But I think that there was so much disappointment around it that they were kind of calling for a Thunderbolts to, to raise that back up almost. That's true. You know what I mean, just like the Suicide Squad, this is the perfect opportunity right. to kind of give more substance and popularity and development to some of these characters that people may not be totally for i mean i'm pumped for u.s agent for john walker i think there was so much left on the table after falcon and winter soldier i think there's so much more to his story and just like that whole show to me was it, it had one of the most jaw-dropping moments other than infinity war that i've ever seen in a marvel like uh project and the story with him i yeah i i think that that going forward too like him trying to be that guy like still believing that he's captain america is is going to be very interesting i'm very excited for that as well um yelena is an interesting one to put in there i mean i don't know right now it's i guess she's in a weird spot because that uh val valentina kind of approached her while she was looking at uh natasha's grave so i guess catching a vulnerable emotional yelena would work because i feel like yelena had, did have her arc already where she's not necessarily the bad guy doing good things but you could be persuaded that way. Yeah, I'm I'm very excited for all these possibilities and a couple other possibilities that uh, haven't been brought up yet. But we'll, I'll save that. I'll tease that a little bit. It gives a perfect opportunity for the MCU to kind of not just introduce the Thunderbolts into the, the MCU, but also in the comics during like the the dark rain which was like the period around the siege event between like siege and civil war the Thunderbolts were rebranded to the Dark Avengers. Oh. And so it, it's interesting to see even like the potential people that have been teased and rumored to show up in this movie. It, you almost could do like this mirrored version of the Avengers with these people. I mean, we've got our Captain America figure. We've got our Hulk figure in Abomination. We've got our Black Widow figure in Yelena. Winter Soldier could be like your your Hawkeye, Clint Barton type person. Yep. And Taskmaster or Ghost, I guess, 
could fill in the spot of Iron Man. Like I would say Taskmaster, Iron Man, and then I mean, yeah, Ghost you could almost throw into the Thor slot. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. Just... And then Baron Zemo in there as well. <laughs> Loki, no. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Uh is there any any other thoughts that you have before we go into some more speculation about the Thunderbolts and their potential presence in the MCU. Well, I think that's the fun part, right? Is the speculation of I those are the again, we've seen we've seen Valentina approach. It was a John Walker, Yelena, I, uh, Bucky, you said. I don't know, but did she approach Bucky? I'm not I can't remember. I don't think she did, but Okay. Cuz those are the two confirmed that she approached. There was another And one I definitely think that she's going to be the Nick Fury type for this yeah. team. Yeah. I know they said they were already it already seemed like they were starting to set it up that way. I know a lot of people speculated that maybe she was like a scroll that could like tie into Secret Avengers, There's which so or not Secret so Avengers, much. Secret of Secret Invasion, which yep. would make sense because that character did play a big part in that arc as well. The interesting thing is they used Valentina to tease setting up a team that now we could probably speculate was the Thunderbolts. Yeah. Right. And it's interesting that they chose her to be that person before William Hurt, who's the actor that plays Thunderbolt Ross in real life, the actor passed oh. away. So it's going to be interesting to see if maybe the name of the Thunderbolts team is like an homage to Thunderbolt Ross. Like maybe, maybe they kill him off in the movies as well as like the actor being dead too. And that's like their way to pay homage to him. Yeah. It's, it's going to be interesting because he's the one that assembles that first team, which is where the name Thunderbolts comes from. Right. So, so now it it could be named after him in his honor. Yeah. Cause that's the only thing that I'm wondering is how are, how else would that name come about? Like why that name for the MCU? You know what I mean? Why not just Dark Avengers? I think um, that's the I think that's the best way to do it is to have an off-screen death and then but somehow she has a connection or they're the, whatever organization whatever backer she might have somehow has a has a connection. Uh, maybe it's something that he did start and then he did pass away off-screen whatever and she continued it or something. And maybe she went forward with it. I don't know, but I that's probably the best way to name it unless she just really likes I don't know the thunder. I don't know. It's big fan of uh, Pikachu and her moveset. <laughs> yeah, maybe it it'll be interesting. And just like in the comics, it's it's very fitting to introduce this team right now because currently we don't have an Avengers team in the MCU. I mean, huh. our two leaders of that team, Cap and Iron Man, they're gone. Mm-hmm. And as far as we know, nobody's like talking in between movies and TV shows, like inside MCU. I mean, like Falcon's not going around being like, hey, Captain America now, like if I need you, if I need you guys' help, like, are you still in? Like nobody's going around like assembling together. Nobody's meeting around as far as we know. So there is that that void there of if there's a big enough threat, who's going to stop them? Like who's going to jump in and fill that void and save the day? So it would be, it would be interesting. It, like it's an interesting time to introduce this team. I also think that it 
creates an interesting variable for what I feel like the MCU is building up going to, and that would be Secret Wars. Uh, it would be interesting mm -hmm. to see that team get pulled into that as well. And you get like our main heroes in, and then you get this poser hero team. <laughs> in, right. in quotations, posers, because uh, most of them are villains. I think Winter Soldier is interesting that he's like one of our only like heroes on this team of like teased members. But I also feel like that's fitting as well, because where he's left off at the end of Falcon and Winter Soldier, I mean, he's completed his arc and now it's what next? And if yeah. if a government uh, type person's like, hey, we need your particular set of skills. Um, well, and yeah. And Valentina, to... if Valentina can convince him to be a mentor, to be that person who's like, hey, you were pretty much a part of the Avengers for a lot. I don't know. You have a lot of this experience. Like you can come in, you've been around for a while also, but uh, yeah, you can come in and you can I guess, somewhat lead, be the quasi leader of the group out on the field, at least. I don't know. That would be an interesting because he did kind of get passed over for the iron or for the captain America role too, or not for the role, but you know what I mean? For the, for the namesake, it went to Sam right away. So like, I think that would be interesting for them to convince him to be like, hey, you can still make a difference, I guess. It would be, I think that it could also make an interesting storyline if she convinced Bucky, if Valentina convinced Bucky that like, hey, this is a new like tactical force team that we're, that we're bringing up. Like we could really use you on this team for good. Like if they set it up for Bucky's perspective, how shield set up cap being a part of shield like in the beginning of winter soldier yeah the beginning of that movie where like he feels like all right i'm back with the government and, like i'm back like fighting for good and then as soon as he's brought into that room and sees that not only uh john walker's there u.s agent but then also that baron zemo's there too yeah. and it's like wait a minute and then it's like still kind of going along but also being like i need to keep a close eye on on these guys because like already things aren't the way that they seem and i i, I feel like it's only gonna get worse like it would be it'd be an interesting character perspective if that was the route that they went for for winter soldier being on that team let's go into i mean we've kind of been doing it already with with winter soldier let's get into some speculations what do we think could possibly happen in this movie what do we think some of these teammates could bring to the table for this team for the plot of the story and then if we were to cast the thunderbolts for the movie which marvel characters let, let's stick with current mcu or just like if they've been introduced in the mcu so far yeah in some yeah. way shape or form like, let's not bring in new comic book characters because no. people aren't going to know about that. But don't worry, we're going to grow, man. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yes, let's let's speculate who who we would cast to be in the Thunderbolts. I have so many names in mind. <laughs> it's, uh, so let's see here. Where should we start? I think the first one that I've seen on lists of allies, I don't know if he would actually be an ally or if he would just involved i think it would be very cool for this to be the way that they bring back wilson fisk 
I think it would be very interesting if he's like working with them almost, maybe funding something or he he's their way into some sort of predicament. You know what I mean? Like he, he helps them in some way, but he's not very hands-on. I think it would be a very, cause we all know after watching Hawkeye, there's no way that this dude is dead. There's no body. That's why everyone still thinks Ultron is out there. We didn't see a death. We didn't see it on screen. So he's probably still out there. Uh, I would love to see Wilson, Wilson Fisk come back um, and staying in that quote unquote universe as well. If we get an introduction to MCU Luke Cage, I wouldn't be upset either. I think that would be awesome. <laughs> yes, I was thinking the same thing. Let's bring back Michael Coulter. Let's bring back Kristen Ritter. Yes, yes. Chris- Give me Jessica Jones. <laughs> Kristen Ritter has been teasing on social media. Her and coming uh, back yeah. in- into the MCU. Like she's been posting pictures of like her and Michael Coulter in their in their Marvel costumes like set photos and all that from back in the day in the netflix shows and they were like super hyping up charlie cox when he was back i mean the wilson fisk thing and charlie cox and no way home um like they were like big posting about it and like that makes sense but like you said they were also posting marvel set stuff and they were also just them posting together so much like you said it very much is they're teasing it hardcore which i'm all i'm here for it please bring them in the wilson fisk the wilson fisk thing could work too especially since like in the comic books that just it's recent enough Mm. where like your comic book fans could be like oh yeah like of course this makes sense because we we just saw this in the books where he was kind of like the nick fury for that team where it it was interesting it that whole storyline brought in it was called like the devil's reign event. It was a, it was a daredevil event and it brought back a lot of familiar themes that um, not just from the comics, but also the movies that were going on too. It basically like reintroduces the uh, registration act um, or like the Sokovia Accords in the MCU uh, outlawing superheroes. Wilson Fisk at this point is mayor of New York city and basically outlaw superheroes in the city because they cause too much uh, destruction and problems. And then he rounds up his own Thunderbolts team as well as like his own um, like task force army to hunt down heroes and to take them down. So since that just recently happened in the comics, I could see that working for the movies as well. I, I agree that would be cool. I had Luke Cage and Jessica Jones on my list as well. If we wanted to stick with with Netflix stuff, I also had Punisher. Let's bring Ooh. back John Bernthal. Oh, uh, the, the Punisher was on a version of the Thunderbolts team as okay. well. That was an interesting team because it had it was like a color coded team, like it was a very red and black uh, themed oh, okay. team. We had the Punisher who was who was on that team. Uh, Thunderbolt Ross was the leader of the team, and at that point, he was the Red Hulk. So, red skin, black pants. Uh, the Punisher changed his logo from the white skull to a red skull. We had Electra on the team who wears the (laughs) red garb and she's got the black hair. Deadpool was on the team, he's got you know the red and black costume. And I think Venom might have been on the team too. If this is our introduction to Wade (laughs) fucking Wilson. Oh my God! Even if it's just a cameo in a in a mid credit scene, ah, yes, 
oh, this would be if he walks in the door and be like, hey, where's the sign up sheet or something? Oh, something like just please <laughs> just do it. <laughs> Give me Deadpool. Yes. Or, oh my gosh, let's have a callback to a Fox movie. Let's have a callback to um, X Men. What was it? First class, I think it was the like the first uh like rebooted x-men with michael fassbender and why am i blanking on his name the dude who played professor x god why am i blanking oh, on his Stewart. name no the other guy oh oh i i'm out of my element that oh I my no gosh i feel so dumb for forgetting this uh <laughs> <laughs> james mcavoy oh of course yes 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 wow i actually didn't know that brain fart there but in that movie they're building up and re they're recruiting their first class their x-men team and in a cameo in that movie they approach hugh jackman's wolverine and they walk up to him in the bar and they're like hey can we and he says fuck off and how <laughs> how awesome would that be if we were re if the thunderbolts were recruiting and they walked into the bar and instead of wolverine hugh jackman it was yep. it was deadpool and yes. we paid homage to that cameo and just did the same thing, but in the MCU. Ryan, do you know how perfect that is? <laughs> I mean, I, not only a callback to an older movie, but Deadpool ripping off Wolverine. I mean, that's just, that writes itself. <laughs> and then if we pant, like they walked out and we, we the camera stuck on Deadpool and he turned or like he turned to the side and then the camera pan and Hugh Jackman was sitting there and he's like, Dude, you stole my line. <laughs> no, they, like, he breaks like, wow, the fourth even... wall too. <laughs> yeah, that well, or or if he's just like, wow, they didn't even ask me, <laughs> right? Oh, yes. Oh, now I'm gonna be. Why do we do this as fans? Wait, wait, no, wait, we're gonna wait, be wait. disappointed when this. <laughs> Here, we'll let, we'll get it perfect. All right. All so, right. <laughs> Deadpool turns, breaking fourth wall. He goes, "Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to steal your line." And then the camera pants to Hugh Jackman, and then he goes, "It's all right. They didn't even ask me." <laughs> <laughs> yes. Combine the yes. two ideas together. Boom. I love it. Perfect. So much. Marvel. You, if you're listening, you get that one for free. I was gonna say Just, you can have that one. Just yes, give it to yes. me. <laughs> a, a, a little, uh, a little bit of credit in the in the credits. I, I, I won't. <laughs> I mean, I'll be all right with there. that. Um, <laughs> uh. Other people that I that I wrote down that could I have be a couple more when you get when you get through yours here. Uh, I'll I'll read off a couple and then I'll go sure. back to you and then I'll finish off my list. So another person that I thought would be a good fit for this team, they don't even necessarily have to be a part of the team. Maybe there's like tryouts and they're they like go to the tryouts or like they're kind of like the Suicide Squad, like the newest one where we get like a team in the beginning and then like. They... <laughs> or even if we didn't kill them off like they just went off on their own separate mission or sure. like they failed the tryout or whatever sure. and they're like nope or you're fired or go back to prison um i have red guardian um I always bring back david harbour as red yes. guardian i think he Please. that would be cool especially if it was like hey i'm here to try out for the captain america role on the team and then we have like red guardian versus us agent like fighting for that spot on the team mm -hmm. i think that would be kind of cool um i have nakia from black panther oh. uh a person that i consistently forget is in the mcu 
So much yeah. so that she didn't make our 2022 MCU Avengers draft list because totally forgot <laughs> that she was even a character. But she likes to do her world trotting kind of like undercover secret agent type stuff. Um, so she could be kind of cool. And then hopefully get an answer with her, I would assume, in the upcoming Black Panther film. You get some sort of direction. Yeah. Um, and then you you mentioned Wilson Fisk maybe playing a hand in this team. Let's bring on Echo. I know we're giving her her own show, but I feel like she'd be a good fit for this team where she's like, I'm trying to go to my road of redemption. And then they're like, hey, here's a chance for that redemption. She joins the team and then maybe realizes, oh, maybe this wasn't such a good idea. And maybe is like Bucky realizes that and he's like, oh, hey, like maybe the two of us should kind of keep an eye on things and work together to try to steer this team in the right direction. I'll, I'll save my last couple. Why, why don't you jump in with, with some of your options? So let's see here. I just, I just remembered a big one that I could, I'm so glad I didn't forget. Um, what were my other ones real quick? Ah, yes. I am sticking with my extremely out there theory based on a small line from no way home uh, that there is in fact a Osborne family in the 616. And I am fully, I believe that there is a Harry Osborne out there. And I believe that Norman, when he was there from the Tobey Maguire universe, did something with the family. I, I'm just, I'm on that. I I will never let it go. So I know that Norman Osborne, Green Goblin has been a part of that. So so, in introduction of that, I know that's a Sony character. So that's very far-fetched. It probably would never happen, but would be kind of cool. I had another one too, and now I can't remember, but for sure. One that I think is very plausible and I think would give this character direction because a lot like you said with Bucky, like where is, what what are we doing here? This character, we literally is like, what the fuck is going on? We haven't seen this dude basically since he got into the show. Where the fuck is White Vision? Yes. And I, have Vision, my, I have him on my list too. Yep. Because this would be so, I mean, there's so many different avenues. There's so many trains of thought too, because I mean, this is kind of, getting off on a tangent but like the theory is that guardians 3 is going to be about rocket and we might find out who kind of cyberly engineered him and it could be i can't remember the doctor's name but uh he had a big role in the comics in making vision it wasn't jarvis it was based on this guy's mind and now i can't remember what his name is um hank was it hank Penn? no uh no but it was hank instead of tony but yeah oh, i can't remember now but anyway there's a whole theory that he might be coming into the show too, but then that, that would give white vision some more personality. So it would still be like Paul Bettany, but like almost a different vision, but still with all the memories, like almost giving him a purpose into building a new Avengers level team. And I think this, he could then also be that Thor figure, I guess he would be, but like, he would be that big, like, come on guys, let's, I don't know. I, I think he has to play a part in this. I mean, if you think about it too, sword reconstructed vision into the white vision to go after wanda so just because white vision has his memories of when he was vision that doesn't mean that like he is that doesn't mean that he's in full range and full control of himself like he could we could introduce the thunderbolts like valentina could be like somebody like let's say i don't know bucky 
is showing up for the first day and she's like walking them down the hall and she's like explaining how things are going. And then she's like, Oh yeah, here's, here's your crew. Here's the rest of your team and opens the door. And he's just there because the government like has a way to control him since they basically brought him back to life. You know what I mean? Like that could mm -hmm. be their way to bring him in. And then his arc in the movie could be like him trying to fight for complete control of himself. Uh, that could be an interesting thing uh, as as well as White Vision, I also have on my list Agatha. Let's bring oh. on the Thunderbolts Dark Avengers version of their own Scarlet Witch. Now you that know? would be interesting, and I would I would say a very good guess if we didn't have the House of Harkness project announced. I don't know if they would want to double up on like that, but that I like that. I didn't even think about that. I mean, because at the end of the show, her memory is wiped. Like Wanda wipes her mind basically. So she thinks she's Pretty a normal much. person. Like I wouldn't put it past Val to like track Agatha down and be like, Oh, you're not who you think you're up. You are, you actually have powers. And then in like the Thunderbolts movie, she thinks that she's like this good witch person. And towards the, like by the end of the movie, she remembers who she actually is. And then that's what brings us into the house of Harkness show. Like that right. could be that route for that character to have that spot on the team. Yeah. I have three more people. Is there anybody else that you have on your list that could potentially show up? Not that I can think of right now. Okay. So the last three people that I have on the current rumored list of the Thunderbolts team, we, we kind of touched on already how we're missing like our Iron Man type person. If this was to be like a, a mirrored version of the Avengers, the Dark Avengers, this Thunderbolts team. Why not bring in the uh, B-level Iron Man of War Machine? Let's bring in Rhodey. You know, mm. if Agatha is part of or is pretending to be a part of like a government agency, why not bring in the Colonel to be to fill in that Iron Man role, that Iron Man spot? It would be very interesting, John Walker with Rhodey. I'm not, you know, I'm not, I don't know. I, I, I think it's interesting. I Yeah, I like it. The last two that I have are probably my most obscure. Like, I could maybe see them showing up on this. Uh, that would be the Swordsman from the Hawkeye show. Uh, Kate Bishop's mom's boyfriend. <laughs> I, for, I forget what his actual name is, but the Swordsman. His name um, like Jack or something. I don't know. Yeah, like, because in that, se that season finale... He joins in the fight and is like, hey, I want to like help out and I want to do good. Val comes up to him and is like, hey, you want to you want to be a part of something bigger? You want to put your skills to good use? Recruits him to the team. And then last but not least, again, another obscure but plausible potential candidate to be on the Thunderbolts team. Scorpion from Spider-Man Homecoming. He is a villain. Oh, yeah. Let's recruit him. Bring him back. Let him let him play around in the MCU a little bit before maybe bringing him into the next Spider-Man movie. <laughs> right, <laughs> if they yeah. went if they went with one of my ideas of where they could go. <laughs> right. Um, there were a couple other ones that I saw that just aren't really real. I mean, again, I mentioned it earlier. People are still very on the train that Ultron is still out there, which I think I'd be all for for a really cool out there twist. But I don't want him to be another big bad. I mean, I still think there's a lot to do. Obviously, people were disappointed with how Age of Ultron ended and they, th they think that there's more to his arc. And I kind of agree. I don't think it, this would be the movie for him. Um, the other no. ones that I saw. 
the other ones that I saw were Loki and Sylvie. I think that there's different things to tell their story with. I don't think they, neither of them need to be in this. I mean, Sylvie's technically the, the she who remains right now. <laughs> yeah, she kind of went off into God knows what timeline. Yeah. And same with Loki. Like, I kind of consider them both to be like, out of time at this point you know what i mean like they're not no, but loki where did loki get sent back to though remember she he's, sent him back somewhere he's in the tva he's in a, a version oh, in a of different the universe TVA. oh my yes. gosh that's right so he's not even he's not even around to be yeah it, yeah exactly point. um i did just think of <laughs> two other names again people were speculating she hulk i i kind of doubt it especially if they're already going to do abomination i kind of yeah. doubt it um, the other one, and now I just forgot it again. Oh, why did I do this to myself? It was a big one. Oh, speaking of WandaVision, Monica Rambeau, Photon. Yeah. I think there was a, there was a lot, especially if there's a scroll connection anywhere. I think she could have a big part of it, part in it too. It all depends on where she ends up after the Marvels. Cause that also comes true. out in February. So Jeez, yeah, that's it, it all depends on, Yeah where where she is at the end of that movie and i mean i i won't say no like it could be a possibility <laughs> yeah <laughs> so i think that's gonna do it uh overall i'm excited for this news it's something that i didn't know that i want until i heard about it um i think even we we gave out a lot of good suggestions great ideas of like people that could also be a part of this team but even if they just went with the cast of characters that are right now rumored to be the thunderbolts of baron zemo yelena ghost taskmaster abomination u.s agent and winter soldier i think that's a solid team and i think with that crew of characters you have all the potential for an interesting story about this team. So hope you guys enjoyed this discussion. I hope you all got a little bit of a little bit of knowledge, a little bit of background information, a little bit of fuel to feed your uh, speculations, your yeah speculations about what you would think, what you'd want in this team. We want to know what you guys would think. Who would you cast in your Thunderbolts team? can be mcu it can be you can bring in some of the netflix characters i'm open for even just new characters give me your suggestions let us know yeah, reach out frogman. to us yeah frogman of course <laughs> squirrel girl why not uh <laughs> let us know what, what you all think you can reach out to us via our social media email all that stuff we will list off for you again at the end of this episode but we're not quite there yet we still have a few more things to touch on. So without further ado, let's get into one of our favorite segments of the show. The best stuff recommendations of the week. Kyle, what do you got for us? Now that we have all, I would hope, watched part one of season four of Stranger Things, we need to go back and rewatch season one of Stranger Things because there's so much that makes more sense after watching season four. It's so cool to go back all those years ago. I mean, just to see how, I mean, the difference between the actors and their age. I mean, holy shit. But it's incredible how, I like, it, you have to believe that they have had plan A 
and they have gone through season one, two, three, and now four with that plan A. They have just told the story that they have wanted to since day one. They knew what season four was going to be when they were writing season one. There's so many cool things. I haven't quite got to the end yet, so I'm very curious. I know you brought up about Brennan uh, potentially. I mean, we'll see about that. I'm very curious about that. But I swear, I thought he was dead. I am like... (laughs) 98% 98% certain that that Demogorgon fucking bit off his face. So I don't, I don't know how he came back. And I really want yeah. an explanation other than like a tiny little faint scar that goes across his right. face that you can barely see. Um, but other than that, like I said, there's so many different, it feels like references or things happening in season one that, I don't even know if we understood back then, but now with the understanding and the knowledge of season four, it's just so much fun to go back and rewatch with that knowledge. I strongly recommend it for anyone who has the time, which I've decided to do a stranger things rewatch and a Marvel rewatch at the same time. Cause why not? <laughs> Cause why not? Exactly. Why not? That, that basically is the, the reason right there, because there is so much, so much, new content right now can't even keep up we are recording on wednesday of this week so today the day that we're recording (laughs) not only do we have the season slash series however they decide to go with it finale of obi-wan we also have a brand new episode of ms marvel we also on friday get a brand new episode of the boys (laughs) and on top of all of that the umbrella academy dropped season three today as well and on top of that dr strange and the multiverse of madness is on disney plus as of today (laughs) so much to watch so much to watch it's insane ms marvel if you're not watching that i highly recommend jumping on board for that obi-wan has been good i I haven't I, I haven't gotten I have not, to watch. I haven't seen the finale. Uh, my my buddy Josh, who's been on the show, he, like I've stated before, stays up until 11 o'clock, 2 in the morning, whenever they drop it on Disney+. Plus. He gave me a non-spoiler review. He said, perfect. That's all he told me. And he is one of the most diehard Obi-Wan Kenobi fans, let alone Star Wars fans. So I, I'm not going in with super high expectations, but I, I'm very excited for this finale. Same. Sam, I, yes, I couldn't have stated that any better. Uh, the boys this season, I feel like is what I say every season of, I can't believe that this show is getting edgier. I can't believe that they're going as far as they're going. And I can't believe how consistently good it is. This season, I say it every season. This is the best season of the show so far. We are five episodes in. Episode six drops today, same time that this episode comes out. It's so good. We're seeing our heroes that we are anti-heroes. Our, our team of uh, protagonists that we're following in this show, uh, dealing with the dilemmas of what happens if we start to become the enemy to take out the enemy. How do we feel about that? We see, honestly, one of the... S- uh, most unhinged villains ever get more and more unhinged as each episode progresses to an inevitable meltdown and complete snap 
from reality, that being Homelander. And we just get some of the craziest, bonkiest things that I could have never imagined in this in this show. Uh, last episode, we had a musical number. Like, didn't expect that to happen. <laughs> episode one had one of the... I can't even describe it. If you've, <laughs> if you've been keeping up with the boys, you're like, who would have ever thought? And how did they get away with even doing this? Like, I can't even tell you. And then, yeah, Umbrella Academy season three. We, my girlfriend and I, we got halfway through the first episode before we started recording tonight. And it's already going off to a great start. All I'm going to say is within the first 10, 15 minutes, um, we get a footloose moment that might be one of my favorite moments of the show. <laughs> and that's within like the first 15 minutes of the first episode of season three. So all good stuff that we have going on right now. Next week, we are going to wrap up our Obi-Wan Kenobi series finale talk. We're going to talk a little bit about Ms. Marvel as well. And then the week after that, the first week of July, we are going to be jumping back into our Midwesterners Reads series. We are going to be doing the God Butcher Saga, Thor by Jason Aaron. The Complete Collection Volume 1 is the book that we are choosing to follow this story in. We're going to be sharing all of the uh, links on our social media of how you can get this book. It should still be up on Amazon. And we are going to get the return of Tom coming back once again. He joined us on Moon Knight. He's super excited to join us again with the store read. I am super excited to talk about this. I have been revisiting it um, through the first two issues of the series. And it's better than I remember it being. The art is gorgeous. And the writing is so good. Like it's so well written. It feels it feels like the like Shakespearean way that they talked in like the old books, but it's not as thick and heavy. So it's a little bit more readable. It just gives it more elegance and how everything is described, the description of things going into this. It's so good. And it's a it's it's a super fun ride. We get to follow a few different versions of Thor. That's all I'm going to say to tease this book, other than, of course, Gore the God Butcher making his debut appearance in the comics. It's it's a fun time. And I'm super excited for not only Kyle to read it and Tom to read it, but I'm also excited to talk about it and share it with you all. That's, like I said, in two weeks from now, the first week <laughs> of July. We have been your Midwesterners. That's M-I-D-W-E-S-T-E-R-N-E-R-D-S. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Midwesterners. We are the Midwesterners podcast on Facebook. If you'd like to send us an email, you can send that to Midwesterners at gmail.com. You can find our show wherever you can find a podcast. Please remember to comment and subscribe, rate and review us. All of these things help this channel, help this show to continue to improve and to grow and to be the best Midwestern Nerds podcast that we can possibly give you all. For your Midwestern Nerds this week, I've been Brian Stoffel. And I've been Kyle Olson. 
And whether it's beer, brats, comics, or anti-villains, 